It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Ben Tate, and you're listening to Locked On Auburn. We're fixing to have us a good day. Welcome on in to the Locked On Auburn Podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas here with you. Happy Thursday, friend. Hello. Today's show brought to you by Fetch Me. Use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. FetchMeDelivery.com or the free Fetch Me app. Bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, we have a conversation today with former Auburn running back Ben Tate. We're pumped about it. Before we get to that, though, there's a few things I want to touch on. Uh, quick look at uh, Auburn's engineering program. They have figured out how to way to, um, to turn a CPAP into a ventilator, which is going to save a bunch of lives. It's just I think it's going to become a, a really big story, and it's cool that it happened here. Um, just want to give a nod to that. Also, there's a fake story going around right now about Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. That is what I woke up to this morning. Um, saw right through it because the math didn't make sense, but uh, a lot of people did not see right through it. It happened, came out last night after I went to bed, and there were a lot of Auburn people like really pumped about it. I'm like, guys, that's not real. That didn't happen. <laughs> but um, this is kind of funny, kind of funny. Maybe I'm hoping there's like a... Where there's smoke, there's fire kind of thing. Was this... Uh, so, last night and this morning was the first time I've checked my entire Twitter feed since quarantine started. Okay. Still didn't see it. Interesting. I, I thought it was all over the place. Um, was this a uh, one of those fake Adam Schefter yeah. accounts or whatever? Yeah, and a lot of Auburn people, a lot of members of Auburn Twitter were quote tweeting. is like, this is so good for Cam. He's been cheated everywhere that he's been. Finally, he gets a chance to ball. But I'm like... It's not real. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish it was. I read a, a really long article on Bleacher Report about yesterday about um, how much faith the Patriots and um, his former coaches have in Jarrett Stidham replacing... Uh, they must. Replacing the Tom goat. Brady. So yeah. I, I would... Uh, I'd highly recommend going to read that if you're interested in, in the Patriots quarterback situation. Hey, uh, we're going to check our uh, our voicemail. We love calls, guys. It really does help us out. 205-502-4285. You can also text that number, and we can answer your question there um, if you don't feel comfortable calling. But this is Tim from California. Zach, hey, buddy. So glad with uh, hearing what you guys are doing, man. It's great to hear the podcast. Great to hear Auburn sports, even when we can't see them. Uh, thanks for everything you do. Um, should have said this is Tim Barstead from uh, El Dorado Hills, California. Long way away. Um, just wanted to follow on with some of the um, um, basketball talk today that was talking about the possibility of Jalen uh, Green coming to Auburn. Right. Um, and what that means is uh, to us as a recruiting class. Uh, don't forget, there's still Greg Brown and JT Thor as well. Those two come, we may have a whole starting five of almost one and dones and really changes the complexion of the team. But um, interesting to hear your take on those guys and see if you've uh, heard much more about them. Thanks for everything you guys do. Take care. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, and if you missed that conversation, we talked about Jalen Green and one of the, another caller's question yesterday. Highly encourage you to check out yesterday's show as well. We had a lot of fun yesterday. We'll have a lot of fun today, too, but... Um, obviously, it would be huge if Auburn were able to get Greg Brown and JT Thor. I'm not as high on these guys as I am the possibility of Jalen Green coming to Auburn. Uh, obviously, it would be huge, no doubt. I mean, it'd be something like that we've never seen before uh, at Auburn. Auburn needs a post player. Both these guys are bigger guys. You know, could that be an indicator? 
As far as the status of, of Greg Brown, he announced that he is going to decide on April 24th, so that, that'll be a little bit after Jalen Green. So maybe if Jalen Green makes a decision to Auburn, maybe he gets a little bit momentum. But Greg Brown said, I believe he announced it on his Instagram. I think it was on an Instagram post or an Instagram story, but said his top five was uh, University of Texas, which he's from Austin. That makes sense. Memphis, Auburn, Kentucky, and Michigan. Memphis, it seems like Memphis really thinks that they're going to get him. There's been a lot of traction there. There's been a lot of traction traction with some other guys. Auburn is competing with them in a lot of things. But um, Sorry, Shaka Smart at Texas has recently has consistently managed to get like one really good post player it seems like every year um with miles turner and then uh jared allen i believe is his name who's now on the nets and um then they have a guy last name sims i think who played from this year all right so um I, i would not count them out yeah, does he want to stay home? I mean, he's from he's from Austin, so we'll see. And as far as JT4, if he has set a commitment date, I could not find it this morning when I was doing show prep for this. Uh, I looked at several different articles writing about him announcing his top three, and I can't I can't find him um, doing that. So JT4 is from Norcross, Georgia. If you know when he is announcing, please let me know so I can correct myself. But um, his final three, he announced on a tweet. Auburn, UCLA, and Oklahoma State, when I was kind of digging around, finding more information about when he was possibly going to make his decision, Oklahoma State seems to be covering this more than the other two schools are. So I don't know. They feel really confident about that. They've kind of picked up steam late in the recruitment. You're making a face at me. I'm kind of in the same boat, man. I don't know. but My gut instinct is just that he's a much bigger recruit for yeah. Oklahoma State than the other two. Um, I, they seem like... It seems odd when... Which, it'd be different if like he was from there, but he's he's from Norcross, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. So that, that doesn't make any sense. I do have to say, though, it's pretty cool that we can sit here and say Auburn, yeah. UCLA, and Oklahoma State, and we're both like, Oklahoma State? They seem like the odd one out. Right. It's <laughs> like, not Auburn for once in basketball. But, um, yeah... Uh, I I think I'm if I had to pick you know if one of these two commit to Auburn I would pick Greg Brown. I don't think either of these guys are. Gosh, I hope I'm wrong. And if all three of them or if both of these guys and Jalen join Sharif Cooper, oh my goodness, yeah, it, it would be it'd be crazy. So uh, so the caller, yeah, Tim, Tim from California, yeah. So he said they might have a starting five of one and done type guys. They'd have four. They would have four of them. In theory, I know that that sounds great. I have a hard time thinking that Cambridge and Flanagan are not going to start next year. Um, if Jalen Green commits... But wouldn't he start at the two? Wouldn't you just plug him in at the two? And Flan- like he and Flanagan would just both be you know, your two, three... Your wings. Yeah. And then Cambridge could just start at the four? I, I'm in the minority here. I think Cambridge is better than Flanagan. I agree. Do you really? Uh, yeah. I think we're in the minority there. But we, we got plenty of time to figure all that out. But um, cool. So wanted to touch on uh, on that. And please call us. 205-502-4285. Coming up, former Auburn running back Ben Tate joining us right here on Locked on Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, 
And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. We're now joined uh, on the podcast by former Auburn running back Ben Tate. Ben, appreciate your time. Um, and obviously, uh, some crazy, uh, some crazy things happening in our world right now. I mean, how much uh, do you personally miss all the sports? You said how much? I'm sorry, I didn't hear your question. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, how how much are you missing uh, sports these days? Oh, um, of course, basketball, basketball. Um, you know, I'm used to watching my favorite team, the Lakers. Yeah. So I'm kind of missing that. Um, but other than that. Not, you know, I don't watch baseball or anything like that, so not sure. too bad. Sure. Uh, ben, kind of looking back at your time at Auburn, I mean, stat-wise, I mean, you were one of the best. Um, you're one of the best running backs to, to ever go through Auburn, and there was a time where a lot of Auburn folks was kind of they were kind of waving the flag of you know running back you, and you're a big part of that. I mean, what, what's it like to uh, kind of look back at your career at Auburn and, and see those uh, really really impressive numbers? Um. You know, I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. Um, I have I had a great time at Auburn. Um, I think people tend to forget too that while I was there, I had three different coordinators in four years. You know, um, offensively, you know, some of the guys that I played with, I didn't play with a lot of guys that went through the league. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of the things that I did, you know, I feel like. Um, I felt, you know, looking back, I'm like, man, that was, you know, that was pretty, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, that was pretty good. So, and I think people tend to forget that. And also, when I was there too, it was a time where I think my my latter years we weren't we weren't as good. When 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 people throw out the whole, you know, all right, this this player has had, you know, three or four different uh, different coordinators. I mean, how big of a deal is that? Um. It's 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 a big difference when it when it's when the systems are totally different. Right. You know, um, when I first got there, we had Al Borges for the West Coast offense. Sure. You know, with the eye formation, play action, running the zone, and then uh, I'm trying to think who was the coordinator after Al Borges. Um, Franklin was in there, right? Franklin, yeah, and that's totally different. Sure. You know, he was. Gun, you know, yeah, that's right. He was like, it was a gun, you know, spread spread out, yeah. throw the ball all over the field, you know, run it every now and then, you know. So and and that it was totally different. He was it was a power scheme, you know. So it's totally different for the offensive line, things like that. So sure, and then and then Gus Malzahn comes in, and you had <laughs> you had an incredible season. I mean, what what was the change there? I love his offense. I mean, his offense, it was run-oriented, even though it was spread out. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, it was something new that the SEC wasn't used to seeing, so I think that also helped. Um, and, he, you know, he always had different uh, different little wrinkles and, and, uh, and trick plays, so I think they used to help us out a lot as well. Sure, sure. I mean, and, and he... 
And he's had a great track record with running backs. I mean, Auburn went several years in a row under him having a thousand yard rusher. That hasn't been the case the last two years. And I think a lot of people could look at injury for that. But I mean, if you're a running back and you get named Malzon starting running back, I mean, is that is that pretty much a, a ticket if you stay healthy that you're gonna have a pretty successful college career? Uh I would say so because he likes to run the ball. Yeah. You know, he likes to run the ball, so you're going to have opportunity. So as long as you have opportunity and, you know, continue to do things with it, he'll continue to give you the ball. Sure. Did his? So I, think it's, I think it's kind of almost up to you, you know? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So at the time, your, uh, your season in 2009, I believe, was the fourth most rushing yards uh, in a single season by an Auburn running back, you know, up there behind Bo Jackson, Rudy Johnson, and – Brent Fullwood. Yeah. Um, just being on a list with, with guys like that and, and having your name in that same conversation, um, what was that like for you, you know, as a, a 20, 21 year old at the time? Um, I didn't even know that, actually. You just told me something <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> well, so I'm just now finding that out. I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're on a, you're on a short list with, with Bo Jackson in it. I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible, right? Multiple. I mean, you're fifth all time in career rushing yards for Auburn running backs. I guess anyone on Auburn's team. You're fifth in career rushing. Yeah, that's incredible. That's an awesome. That's an awesome. Uh, awesome stat to have, man. So, um, I mean, as far as um, as far as Malzahn's offense and Auburn's offense over the last several years, really dating back to to when you were on campus, Ben. Do you think it does a good job transitioning and preparing you for the NFL? I mean, you had a you had a pretty solid run there uh, at, at the next level. I mean, do you do you think that applies to to a lot of folks, or um, do you think it's just kind of uh, kind of depends on the position or depends on the person? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think maybe it just kind of depends on the position um, because his offense. You know, when I got to the NFL, it kind of really didn't translate to. You know, to the things that we were doing, yeah. And the NFL was completely different. You know, so it was kind of more of I don't like to say a college offense because it's those you're starting to see that in the NFL now. Sure, but um, yeah, it was just it was totally different. Right, right. And then when you get to the NFL, uh, you play with the Texans. I mean, the the one two punch between you and Arian Foster. I mean, you guys were probably one of the best running tandems in the league at that time. Yeah, it, uh, that was fun, man. It was fun. It was a great experience. I had fun. Sure. I had fun, man. It was, you know, we were winning. You know, when you're winning, you know, you're having fun. And uh, we had great camaraderie. So, uh, yeah, I had a great time. That was I, a good time for me. I, um, I'm, a, I'm a Pats fan. And uh, you, uh, I was excited because I'm like, okay, well, well, Foster's out. When uh, when you guys played against New England, you scored like three or four touchdowns that day. <laughs> yeah, um. Three. It was three. Was it three? I, I think, yeah. Uh, I, I I hated the Pats, man. You know, like, so it was like you always, it was like you always like wanted to bring your A game. Like I always got two stuff to play them. Sure. Because we we never we always struggled with them. So I'm all, I was always used to play them. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm a, I'm a Browns fan, and uh, I was pretty excited when you got signed by the Browns, um, and you had a you know not a super long stint with them. Um, the organization obviously can't seem to do anything right. Uh, 
what was it like playing for an organization like that after you know the situation that you had in Houston? Um, it was night and day. You know, um, yeah. You know, sometimes I, I feel like it wasn't the best decision. Now when I sit back and think about it, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Houston is a you know is a pretty good organization. The way they you know at the time, you know, obviously things are different now. I don't know what it's like now. Sure. But you know, at the time, you know, they were a good organization. The way they they treated people, the way they did things. Um, you know, everything was just you know was just, was pretty good. And you know, when I got to the Browns, it was just you know it was. You know, you could tell the the camaraderie, the unity, and everything like that just wasn't there. You know, and it trickled down, and you could see that. Yeah, you could you tell know, why they were the brands. Yeah, yeah, you could see, you could tell like, oh, okay, like you can see why when everyone comes in, like you know, everyone after a while, they're just like, oh, well, I'm just you know, don't worry about my job or you know, mm-hmm. and things don't really work out well when uh when that starts to happen. Uh, so, doing some research for the inter- this interview, I uh, I saw that you got your degree from Auburn in criminology, which I think is uh, yeah. pretty interesting. You don't see that every day. I didn't know Auburn had that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you, you know, now that you've kind of moved on from professional football, have you, you know, pursued anything in law enforcement or law school or anything that has to do with criminology? Uh, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't had to use my degree. Um, maybe I will one day. <laughs> I actually thought about it. I actually thought about it at one point. Uh, but the way you know the world's getting getting a little a little crazy. So you know I got kids and family and stuff like that. So it made me think twice. But uh, at one point I was kind of thinking about it because it's something that you know I'm intrigued by. Something that you know piques my interest. And you know who knows maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll see. Sure, uh, Ben. Last question, then. Uh, you know, thank you uh, so much again for for your time. Um, if you could look back at one specific play during your time at Auburn, does does one play stand out? I know a lot of Auburn fans uh, really like to talk about the time that you uh, you ran over Eric Berry. I know that's a that's a popular one. Uh, <laughs> is that your favorite play when you look back at your career at Auburn, or do you have uh, do you have another one? Um. Yeah, I, I don't really have like a. One doesn't stand out. Yeah, I don't have like a, just a one favorite play. Sure, hey, nothing wrong with that. Oh. Nothing, you had a lot of them. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Do you have? I sorry. My last question. Do you have a favorite um, player that you played with? Not favorite teammate. Not like your best friend on the team, but like you just loved playing football with this guy. Um, at Auburn. Either one. Uh, so let me see. At Auburn. Uh, it's fine. You, I mean, you don't have to have one. We're just curious. We're just curious. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I got some. I, it's some guys. I was just trying to think, though. I mean, you know, you got a lot of guys. I've played with a lot of good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. You, gotta, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Sure, sure. Don't want to leave anybody out. We totally get it. Hey, Ben, thank you so much for your time, man. We appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank you so much to Ben Tate. I want to break down this conversation next right here on Locked On Auburn. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, I thought that was fascinating. One, love Ben Tate. Grew up watching Ben Tate. Big fan of Ben Tate. Um, so the, the last question you asked him, is there a guy that he just loved playing with? He, I think he kind of drew a blank. So Kind of put him on the spot. Yeah, you put him on the spot, and that's fine. But there was, um, <laughs> after we recorded this, we recorded this with him last week, uh, I, I had to do some other stuff, you know, work-related stuff. And about an hour and a half later, I looked out on my phone, I have a text from Ben saying, uh, Darvin Adams. And I'm like, what about Darvin Adams? Friend of the program, what about Darvin Adams? He's like, that's the favorite guy I played with, physical and, and hard work. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Cool, thank you. So he was thinking about it still, even after our conversation ended. But Darvin Adams is the answer to that question. I got to say, that was one of my favorite interviews that we've done. It was one of those that's like... It was so real, right? It was real, and it was one that had like a lot of ups and downs. Um, like I know for me personally... You know, I asked him the first question I asked about his place in the uh, single season rushing records. Rushing yeah. records. He had like, the third, like the third best rushing yeah. re- season of all time at Auburn. Yeah. At the time. And since right. like five different guys have gotten past him, you know, Gus Malzahn's run of thousand yards rushers have, have jumped ahead of him. And so I was trying to set myself up for. The next question, which was going to be like, how do you feel about these guys beating it, beating, you know, your season and moving ahead of you? And then he was, you know, him being, oh, I didn't even know that. I was just like, oh, okay, never mind. My bad. How about him kind of calling out, um, you know, people forget that uh, I didn't play, like, I didn't play with a lot of guys that made it in the league. I'm like, dang. All right. He's not wrong, though. He's not wrong. Uh, him not remembering the offensive coordinator's name was brilliant. He had, he, he had three different ones. He had—I mean, he just played so long ago, and you know, he played—you know, floating That's around true. the league for a minute. So I don't oh, know him dumping on the Browns. That was awesome. That was awesome. I love Ben Tate. I absolutely adore Ben Tate right now. I hope he'll come oh, on again. Man. I hope we. I hope he does also. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved every, afterwards. Zaggy, you and I just like, sat there and looked at each other and was like, "That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing." All right. Um, tomorrow we are going to do our top ten list for um, uh, the top ten teams in Auburn sports history. Also tomorrow, we're starting this uh, this uh, network-wide locked-on draft coverage. So be sure to go subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to Locked On NFL. Um, there's been a lot, a crazy amount of work that's gone into these mock draft shows. The first one's going to be Friday tomorrow, so that's going to be Friday the 10th of April. And it's going to be all next week as well. And it's going to be really, really cool. I'm also in it. I do the Derrick Brown highlight. Just saying. Oh. Spoiler, we're not supposed to give anything away, but spoiler, Derek Brown gets drafted in the first round. Cool. I mean, I didn't want to be in it. It's fine. Cool. Sweet. You're, it's very short. <laughs> it's no, very short. Cool. That's what, probably why they asked you to do it. Because I'm short? Yeah. Sweet. 
Well, where, where can people find you and hear you, buddy? Um, you can hear me on Locked on Auburn. And uh, follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn. And on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. See you tomorrow. This has been the Locked On Auburn Podcast. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.